back to Jax's Homestuck. Uh, just before I forget, I would like to thank our patron. Um, Kansas just got gayer for being our the regular tier patron. And uh, today we have Crow back to talk about SawCon again. Now that it's over. I'm back, baby. You can't get rid of me. You can try all you want, but this cockroach keeps popping back. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we talked about it a bit last time, but do you want to kind of briefly over again? Just why you decided to make a uh, Homestuck convention online? I will. So, Homestuck conventions. Uh, never heard of them. Until now. Uh, because SawCon happened. And the reason that SawCon was a thing was because we decided, hey, it would be nice to have a convention for Homestucks, a little community event gathering where people could chill the whole day and uh, either talk to each other, draw with each other, or also just listen to people have uh different panels be it think pieces be it videos made be it games and so on and so forth it was literally just an idea for homestucks to have fun and for content creators to share their stuff and that again went from panels to the artist alley to even having something as simple as like a draw pile for the uh, 12 hours 15 hours whatever uh, yeah, so after getting that all figured out, what was the planning scenario like? Like, there's a lot of movies to making a convention, especially an online convention, which hasn't really been done before, except for the, um, yeah, last time you mentioned the, the Brony convention. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, when I mentioned the Brony stuff, uh, it would not, the planning would not have started without Bronies. So they did something right. And it's like, what happened is that, again, I saw that Bronies were doing an online convention too. And I was like, want to do that, but Homestuckified. And so I set some stuff up with my friend, Summoning 101, Kat. And what happened is I asked a few questions also to the uh, person who did the Brony thing. And they helped me with a few things that were kind of like the starting point. And we'd actually had the uh, server itself up for a long time, but it was mostly empty and not set up it was just a placeholder and eventually we started doing things such as figuring out how we were gonna like schedule stuff uh we started getting other people on board such as uh nelchromancer and oh god what's reese's twitter hold on i'm gonna look that uh, up raptor, real quick raptor redeem yeah, yeah raptor redeem with a one of those like lines that are actually on the floor instead of a dash yeah that one (laughs) (laughs) oh goodness gravy yeah and so it's like oh yeah and gumi i love you gumi (laughs) gumi's a pal and also gumi (sighs) gumi actually made a little jingle for sakon that we never got to use and i'm so upset but we're gonna make do with it in the future because it was such a bop and Gumi helps us when we don't deserve it so you know but we got everyone together and essentially what happened is that we went over the planning process for I want to say two months about and so we were figuring out the Google Docs we were figuring out the application progress how we were going to advertise this I set up a WordPress and I bought a a custom URL so it could say SawCon.com instead of SawCon.wordpress because it's more attractive and I, uh, I know that 
I, I just remember a faint memory of when I sat down at a desk and when I was working like my security shift and I was just drawing different concept character designs for data Wi-Fi because my initial idea was, well, we need a mascot and we probably can't use a canonical character. And so I needed to figure out a character design that would be uh, aesthetically pleasing and just... Uh, uh, it, w- it would be enough to basically help in terms of having a mascot that would catch the eye and catch the eye of the convention. So, yeah, we did all that planning. We also set up a moderator thing where we put out applications for anybody who wanted to potentially help us run things. And that's that on that. Yeah. Um. And so about the mods. So you end up needing some last minute mods because than you than you thought how did you choose the mods you had through applications and how did you figure out who some of the last minute people were um well essentially what happened is we started it where our moderators were going to be people that we could trust not necessarily just friends but people that we knew were beneficial enough to be responsible to uh, hold their own and also work with other people in an environment such as this and to moderate channels and wherever they may be needed at the time. Uh, we had a Google Doc, kind of like what we did for a lot of different, or a Google Form, kind of like what we did for a lot of different uh, signing out progresses. And we, you know, asked them if they wanted to be a moderator, what times they were available, so on and so forth. And unfortunately, we didn't get that many, but we got enough to where it felt at least comfortable for the beginnings of having a set team um and then uh friday night happened and then we exploded and needed help yeah so that uh test night i was talking to some of the other staff and they said that they expected like maybe around 500 people just just kind of a couple hundred people in that test night we had where um, you opened Sakon, uh the server a little bit early to just kind of get people settled in, let them yeah. look around and see what's going on. Uh, there were, what, 700 people just that night? I want to say so, yes. Uh, by the end of the convention, I think we had almost 2K. We kind of clocked it at an average of like uh, 1,880 or 85, I want to say. Um, but yeah, so... They, uh, some people were expecting not as many as we got. I did not expect to get 2K, but I did expect to get more than 500. And the reason being is because our Twitter alone had like, I want to say 700 or 800 followers, something around that by the time the convention uh, pre-night started. And even now it has like a little over a thousand now. And I was not only counting that as an estimated factor, but I was counting the fact that uh, we had people that were helping promoing, including guests who were doing it on their like separate, uh, their separate social medias on Discord servers, so on and so forth. Uh, you have to also think about the fact that we were promoing on Tumblr, we were promoing on, uh, we were promoing on Homestuck Reddit. But I saw some people talking about it, and I'm sure that it reached in other places such as Instagram and Amino. So it's like. I was not expecting 2K, even... Th- oh, yeah, and there's also the fact that it's just a... It's a Homestuck convention. You don't hear about that often. So it's like... And it's um, it's a Homestuck convention that is convenient because you do not have to travel. You can go to multiple panels, and you do not have to pay. So the idea of there being 2K 
was a surprise, but I did not expect to just get a couple hundred. I definitely expected a good big thick chunk. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, how do you think the test night went with uh, that many people coming in just the night before? Oh, boy. Uh, the test night. So the test night was interesting because since things were heating up in terms of how many people we were getting, it got a little bit uh, overwhelming for some of the moderators. And I understand. Uh, I think we handled it pretty well. It was a little overwhelming because we definitely did have some tricksters that decided that they wanted to be interesting before the con even started. And we did have a few people who tried to control the situation, which kind of resulted in some uh, panic buttons being hit a little too fast. But I know, and I keep bringing this up to people, I did have to like sit down before I got home in a McDonald's parking lot, like a little bit before midnight where I, where I am. And, uh, just kind of delegate and figure out what the fuck was going on. And then eventually just tell everybody, okay, chill out. This is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. And then I actually suggested that we close down the chats for the night. And that wasn't just because of the fact that some people were getting overwhelmed. It was also because of the fact that I would have done it regardless because it was not within our expectancy for our moderators to babysit the day before the convention and especially since we do not know what would be going on like overnight and i don't expect anyone to be on moderator status at 5 a.m so yeah I, I i said and because of the fact that the main point of friday night was to get people in the server not necessarily for the convention to start it was completely fine just to have chats off while everyone else who was going to be uh, regulating stuff had to sleep or rest or whatever so we did that i think that was a pretty good move since things calmed down and we could slowly all digest the fact that this was happening and eventually we opened it back sometime in the morning i want to say either a little bit before or after the uh opening ceremonies if not it was definitely after or during because we kind of started late on that but yeah overall the test night was a lesson. It was a learning experience and it was not that stressful once we figured out things to do and we got everyone some breathing room and we kind of uh, figured how we were going to take this next step into the next day of the actual convention. Yeah. And uh, speaking of the morning off, how do you think the, the con started off? Like we started out a little bit later than we, and just for, I, I don't think I've mentioned it on here yet, but I was kind of a little bit behind the scenes. So we started out a little bit later than I think we initially said we were going to. But mm -hmm. um, with the uh, opening ceremonies and everything, do you think it got off to a pretty good start? Okay, so here's the funny story. And I guess before I get into this, I should stress. Um, especially for the fact that this is an online convention of a different medium. And just something that has not been done before outside of maybe three times, this being the third one I've seen on the internet. First time conventions are always going to have their blunders. So I don't necessarily call anything that can be learned from an automatic failure for this year. It's just a learning curve that everyone can especially like figure out for the next time. And especially just what can be expected. As long as nothing blows up and people aren't losing like stuff out of their wallet, it's fine. But as for the opening ceremonies, this was interesting because 
what happened is that I didn't necessarily trust my internet. I just, sometimes it's been finicky and I really didn't want anything to happen while I was, uh, while I was doing important stuff during this con. So what happened is that I actually went over to, uh, I actually went over to chill with Kat, uh, Reese and Aisha. And we just kind of like Kat joked before about us having a land party. And we kind of did. <laughs> we were all just in the same room typing away at our laptops. And we were just like, someone would maybe think that we were all in like a fucking, I don't know, what do people do land parties for? War of Warcraft uh, session. But yeah. no, we're modding a whole set convention. And, uh, the thing about that is I actually arrived a little late and that was my blunder. I was trying to, I was trying to edit for a panel that had to have alterations done to it anyways, but I, and I hadn't slept before, but I drove over and I set the original stream to start at, what was it? Nine 30. And it was supposed to start at nine 45 on the actual schedule, but I had nine 30 just for original setup and getting myself prepared, especially if anything happened. Um, now here's the thing. I had it set as a pre-recorded uh, streaming and it's maybe it's a, it, maybe it's probably a blunder on my part because I don't know all of how YouTube works, but I was trying to put in the stream key and it wouldn't work. Like I tried to put in the stream key for this stream to start. That was already pre-scheduled and it would not let me. And I don't know why it wouldn't. We tried multitudes of ways. But that just happened. And unfortunately that means that we had to do like. The uh, opening ceremonies a little late. Because eventually we gave up. And we decided that we were just going to make a new stream. Entirely on that same channel. So we had it. And if anything as an up. We did it before 10 o'clock. A.K.A. literally 9.59. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, so the setup for that opening ceremony uh, could have been better, but again, it's a learning progress uh, or process, whatever word is, yeah. you know, interchangeable. Uh, I have to decide whether or not we're just going to do the same thing with just doing a mandatory setup or if we're going to just pre-record it next year. But either one is probably better than relying on YouTube's system. Yeah, uh, speaking of YouTube, we had a lot of YouTube. Uh, a lot of panels had to get switched over to uh, different platforms or or were later or just a whole bunch of stuff happened because YouTube kept messing up. What, is there mm -hmm. any, like, uh, reason for that that we know of? Like, one unified reason? Is it just, like, everyone kept having random YouTube problems? I want to say it's YouTube's fault, and I also want to say it might be because some people are not necessarily, uh, like, maybe not too aware of how YouTube works. That's also the same boat with me, because I was kind of just learning too. But at the same time, um, there were some issues. There were some YouTube issues. There were some internet issues. And some of them, like I said, is was either the website's fault that day for some ungodly reason, or it was because uh, panelists were just having their own issues. And you know, I keep saying learning curve, but again, it's because I don't want to judge this convention like it's been going on for five years. It's the first, it's it's the first convention of a very rare media, well, medium, and uh, these pro these pro yeah, this process will be something that can be 
improved on in the future. And I think we still had every, unless I'm wrong on something, I still think that we had every single panel that we were going to do uh, that was set up for that day still happen. So some of it started later, but at the end of the day, everything worked out in terms of nothing getting, I don't think, canceled. And we had internet issues, but you know what? That's one of the good things about having things archived outside of not being able to see a panel in the moment. Um, I know we had one issue with uh, my friend Nico, who was doing a panel about masculinity. And they were having some issues uh, with YouTube set up and probably stuff having to do with like bandwidth and figuring things out like connection strength so i actually did something last minute which we're probably going to try out for next year which results in using the voice chat options for discord and for more auditory based panels that don't rely on like visual motifs we're probably going to do it where those as like optional things will happen in voice chat so then people who want to listen in on those uh panels can join in on voice chat and we have an option where only the person who is running the panel can be the one to talk and everyone else can listen or type in the comment section. And I think that despite that being a last minute fix up, worked out really, really fucking well. Yeah, uh, so I wasn't able to sit on that panel. Definitely something to to keep in mind for next time. Mm-hmm. Um, were there any other panels you wanted to talk about? Oh lord, let me look at my list. <laughs> yeah. We had quite a few. Uh, yeah, there were a few. I, I guess I'll I'll get, I guess I'll just rub my chode for a second and like talk about mine. For sure. Um well, opening and closing us uh, yeah, opening and closing ceremonies are quite self-explanatory, so we can just skim over those. Um I had the Beforeus panel with Banana Velope. And unfortunately, I'm a dummy dumb. And since I was helping out with the previous panel, I accidentally had myself muted during the whole time. So, yeah. So, SawCon exclusive panel, y'all. We're probably thinking about redoing the panel, but just not related to the con. And we're thinking about still streaming it, but that'll be for the future. But for now, that was still a very fun panel. I was very happy to talk about before trolls. And we talked about the existential crises of ghost and all that fun, gnarly stuff. Um, I did Scriblio, which was just like a drawing guessing game. That was fun. It happened later in the night because that means we would have had less traction and it would have been a little bit more controlled. Uh, we had, I, it's, it wasn't something that I had to mod. But I did set up a draw pile using the Agio or whatever it's called, Agio website. And that was really fun. We had a lot of art come out of that. And I'm, I'm glad that I found that link last minute instead of having everyone like download draw pile. Yeah. Um, what else? YouTube stuck was really fun. And that was paired up with Segoy Quest for Kokoro. I did that with Gumi. And... <sighs> It was such a nostalgia blast. I was just like, hey guys, I heard that you like uh, Caliborn Goes to Starbucks. So now I bet you would also like run to you by papers everywhere. <laughs> I really like tugging on people's emotions. I don't know if you could tell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else did I do? Um, unless. Uh, okay, I had the, the, gr- gray- the graying up. Yeah, the Growing Up 101. I did that with Aisha Yafara, and that was really fun and very easy since we were in the same room. And 
uh, we just talked about graying up and just the process of how it goes. Now, the thing with that is I was setting up an initial video to pre-do, but the thing that happened is that was not possible because I was setting up the rest of the convention. So unfortunately, I did not finish editing that, but we did just do a kind of Q&A slash I kind of took the outline script and read out everything in terms of like, I basically gave like a live tutorial session, which I still think some people appreciated it. And we answered Q&A stuff. And because Aisha had literally just gotten grayed up in that video, uh, she was able to give some insight in terms of like her opinions and also just her experience as someone who's never done it before. And also just being someone who isn't me for another varied uh, idea of and perspective of how growing up works. Now, even though I didn't finish editing it, I'm definitely still going to be uploading that the video in the near future because look i painted aisha i <laughs> i'm not gonna just hide that from the world yeah uh, for sure. exactly yeah um so that's my shit now i there are some other panels that i really like too i really like shadow's fucking animation panel i didn't expect it to literally be like the first five or ten minutes of it being like a like a parody skit just it was so good and then the rest of it was very informative but that really caught my eye like that's a really good like opening to like engage people with and i'm glad that we had like that entertainment value of like a panel uh because we had a lot of think pieces and i really like all the think pieces they're so good i love them I would really love next year if we had more panels that were entertainment value. Like I keep joking about the fact that I might dress up as Jane Crocker and bake a cake live next year. Uh, the more I joke about it, the more real it's probably going to become. It's already uh, real, so you're already. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I want someone to make a panel that's about horses. That's kind of a think piece, but it's also funny. Um, I want someone to dress up as Dirk or Equius and build a robot for two hours. Uh. I want more games, etc. We're going to think about doing other things, but that's aside from the point. This isn't about the future right now. This is about yeah. other panels that I liked, such as Homestuck Unraveled, which was done by Vrizrezi on Twitter, aka Becca. It was really funny and really good, and I I was the Cronus consultant for Cronus's uh, placement on that little uh, chart. It was really good, and Becca's really good at graphs and like statistics. I was scared. I was like, how did you take the effort to do this? Like, congratulations, but also, I fear you, but, like, in the I, good way. Yeah. Becca always just has the best surveys and statistics and just, uh, Becca puts in a lot of time and effort for things that we did not know we needed, but we desperately needed. Yeah. We don't need anything in life, but sometimes your wants are your needs. Yeah. <laughs> um, why don't you talk about your panel? Oh, so my panel uh, was Gays and Girls. So those of you who listen to my podcast regularly, that was kind of like the first two sections I have. But um, I kind of narrowed it all down. Um, the the Bechtel test. So I ended up ranking ships based on how often the, the girls talk to each other without talking about a boy. So now there are uh, statistics in uh best ships and worst ships so uh so definitely uh check that out i also people kept sending me ship names it was really great everyone was really um engaging which was fantastic because mine was going at the same time as 
questions mm-hmm. about like the forest characters and I'd be like, you're at the wrong panel. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, that was the other thing that was interesting about the Discord. We gotta like, like we're definitely gonna do some different things next year, but God, people were like, very ruthless with not looking at the schedule and seeing what panels were taking place in like what panel rooms like it was right there yeah like my my only real beef with because again everyone was very supportive everyone like was was engaging and giving me suggestions and stuff like that because i had a a session but towards the end of it like 10 15 minutes before mine was done people were like jojo stuck which was the panel that came after mine and i'm like god that's like no one people being rude that's why like like, you're gonna get your jojo stuck but guess what it's not the time yet so it's not gonna make it go faster plebeian (laughs) yeah which was fine because the jojo stuck panel i got i i to watch at the time but i watched later on and it was it was great it was something to really look especially if you were already a fan of jojo stuck but definitely some people needed to pay attention to what time it was and what was going on around them yeah, there were a lot of questions that were asked that could have been found on the FAQ, and I'm like, yeah, this is that's fine, just I guess. Customer service, though. <laughs> oh yeah, that's literally my security job. People will come up to the front desk and they'll be like, "Where's the bathroom?" And then I'll look up above me and be like, "To your left." Yeah. Oh um, goodness. I was, I was also on the uh, Broadway Stuck Remember panel. I was Alt Calliope. That was a lot of fun. I definitely encourage everyone to go look at that. It's up on YouTube. Um, so what it was is uh, Anna, who is articulately composed, she made a musical where everyone is in this in-between thing. And um, so it's it's right after Act 7, right before the epilogues, where she's trying to get everyone, where Calliope is trying to get everyone to be good friends so the epilogues don't happen. Um. And yeah, so we got a lot of original performances and so, so great. So definitely check out Broadway Stuck. It was a lot of fun and everyone really, um, all, all the audience members were having a lot of fun in there too, which was fantastic. So what you're trying to tell me is not only did you debut this panel on the first online Homestuck convention, but you basically debuted it as being a digital online Homestuck the musical. Yes. <laughs> God, we doing some work. <laughs> yeah yeah Anna did a, a really good job with Hmm. yeah I need to watch that I need to watch Griever's panel I there's a lot that I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna attempt to watch every one of them because that's what I promised I just I couldn't do it during the con because I was like I want you to imagine like a husk of a robot or something connected to like it's like sitting in a chair and there's like a bunch of wires connecting out of it just like that was that was me or just imagine a helmsman whichever floats your boat or just imagine the very real scenario that happened slice of pizza was placed into crow's hand yeah yeah so we ordered pizza delicious shit and i was like i'm really hungry but i was also like boring down on fucking chat and just everything and just i i see a pizza i don't pay that much attention and then like five minutes later i i my fingers feel warm and i look and there's a pizza there's a pizza and i just realized that aisha handed me a pizza and i like kind of took it in but it went in one ear and out the other or like i guess through one nerve of touch and out. I didn't notice the pizza is what I'm trying to say. And 
that was a summary of what my entire day was because I had not slept before that day and I had to stay active for like 15 hours. And then, you know, uh, they were kind enough to let me sleep over, which was good because I did not trust myself driving home that night. So I'm pretty sure we also had a mod chat afterwards and I passed the fuck out. Uh, I was like, I'm going to listen in, but I'm going to turn the lights off just in case. And I think I was out in like five minutes. It was great. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah it was Nell or someone just like uh, exited out of Crow out of the out of the voice chat, which someone uh, likened it to just tucking your friend in after they, which was. Yeah, this <laughs> is like putting your friend in the fucking Uber. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, here's one more panel we should talk about. Uh, the Rave. Yes. Um, I didn't get a chance to listen in on that. Uh, d- did you have a chance to listen in on The Rave? I went in occasionally because, yeah, busy schedule. But I heard it. It was pretty good mixing. And everyone was having a fun time. Everyone was just like, mm, this is some good music I can, like, I don't know, smoke to. And <laughs> it's like, it was good background, especially when the night started honing in. Like. There is a lot of ways in which I set up the schedule for, like, how I wanted particular panels to run into, which is why, like, uh, even though we had a few, like, things that needed to be changed last minute, the morning schedule was so loose so people could kind of get, like, started on stuff, like, started on the feeling of how this was going to go down. And then we had much more that happened in the the, uh, afternoon. And then by the time night started rolling around, it was kind of our cool down period. And we had more things that were not necessarily think pieces that were uh stuff for people to really put their mindsets into but more so fun things like a movie and games and music which kind of happens normally at real conventions or you know what this is a real convention but tangible conventions where you can smell the bo (laughs) yeah uh yeah so uh like i said i wasn't able to listen on the rave but i was uh in charge of modding rave chat after it ended and everyone was having a really good time. They were talking about how great it was. The DJ was chatting with everyone and um, they had actually put together a, a document of everyone's uh, pester chum handle so they could all get pester chum and, and talk there. So like a lot of people made friends. It was just really, it was a nice wholesome way to end the, end the convention. I think. Yeah, that was, I, God, I don't regret doing this convention at all. It's just, it, allowed people to connect with each other it allowed just a single day of stuff not being on fire and people being reminded why they like this comic why they can enjoy the fandom and the people who like make stuff in the fandom and the people to like talk to about these things and again we had like the draw pile that was going on and we had so many good drawings we had the artist alley in which a lot of artists were getting help in terms of like their booths and like getting their name out there again the content creators aka like the panelists themselves were providing new content for homestucks to feast on and then you have like these little connections like people sharing their pester chums or their discord or i heard stuff about how people came from twitter and they never associated with homestuck twitter or the fandom that much but then this convention allowed them to talk to people or there were some people talking about how this was their first con because maybe their parents don't usually let them go there or they don't have access because they're out of country and just it was really wholesome i'm not crying but <laughs> i could i could <laughs> yeah um yeah it was it was really great i i had a 
people and really just even seeing everyone connect with everyone. Like I was paying attention to the uh, Sakon tag on Twitter for a while and it was a lot of great. Everyone was so fantastic. Oh yeah. Can we talk about the Twitter thing real quick? I know it's not in our notes, but um, <laughs> no, for sure. For sure. I was one of the most cathartic things was like, not even like there was a little bit of like hype about it before, but when Sakon hit the day of Sakon hitting, that's when half of Homestuck Twitter turned to like Sakon. Like it was either just regular stuff or it was people talking about Sakon or posting things from Sakon or people having their username and then having at Sakon. I was just, I was like a proud mother. (laughs) (laughs) It was so good. Yeah, no, it was, it was great. And um, though right now, the funniest thing I can think of from, uh, the next day, someone posted, I didn't realize Sakon wasn't a joke until right now. Where can I watch wow. the panels? So- you know what? That's the biggest joke of them all, to be honest. Like, there are some <laughs> people that still didn't realize that Sakon was a thing, but it's like, no, guys, we have a website. Please. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, Sakon is a thing. And I'm not going to lie, the joke was not intentional. Like, I, I literally thought, hey, we are getting inspiration from the bronies. They have a convention called Horses at Home. But then I kind of thought of the word home and I'm like, oh, Homestucks. And then Homestuck at Home. I didn't mean to copy their fucking acronym, but um, it just kind of worked out. Like that, I'm like, suck at home. Homestuck con at home. This works. What's suck on these nuts? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, I'm... I'm I'm not baby, but I'm very naive. I don't I'm I'm the most Christian Homestuck fan to ever exist. What? Okay, <laughs> most, so not yeah. all things you hear on this podcast are true. <laughs> not all panelists say true things. I've never done a weed. I've <laughs> never I don't what's a nut? Isn't that the almonds <laughs> that you get off the shelf? Sakon, more like go to church. (laughs) I'm really funny, guys. Yes, hilarious. Um, So despite how great Sakon was, there were some things that need to be fixed, which is just what happens like at any convention, especially the very first time. Do you have any uh, fixes you want to talk about? Yeah. We were originally going to have, like, fixes to be offered during the closing ceremonies, but I felt like that would have been way too chaotic. So, glad we didn't do that. Um, We had a few fixes that we're going to do. For one, I'm definitely going to be making just a handbook for, like, staff and moderators to look at uh, for next year, just so everyone can kind of be on the same page of what to do, etc., uh, we're going to have some more rules that will help in terms of confusion and like what if scenarios that were not thought of before. Uh, I definitely want to know what's going on just so uh, I can figure if things need to be changed around in the uh, server. Um, there are some things in which I want to say we can fix, but it's still going to be issues that happen, such as people asking questions about panels, even though we have the scheduled channel right there. And uh, probably just other things, such as making sure that things are controlled and not, and no one gets surprised next year. Like, since we had 2K people that came, 
it could rise in number next year. It could lower in number next year. We don't know, but it should be suggested that since we are not working with a low number of people, um, we will have to take precautions for how things may or may not show up. Like uh, for Friday night, even if we did get enough people or not a lot of people, I would still be closing the chat after a bit. So no one has to do any overnight stuff. And as for the convention itself, we will also be doing things such as making sure people like, I, I, I try to encourage people to test their bandwidth and all that stuff. And you know, stuff happens. Sometimes your bandwidth works the day before, and then it's the day of that things are not functioning. That's not your fault. Uh, we definitely will have backup plans, though, and that's why the audio voice chat panels will help a lot. Um, uh, also, just making sure that people have their schedule, well, making sure people have their panels kind of figured out and set up not the day of. That was more so my fault, but that was also because I was running the convention. <laughs> Um, and I was hosting like six fucking things because I'm a tryhard. Uh, I, I think the other thing too, which will help everyone, especially, we are going to be opening panels again, but we are going to be doing it way earlier. I want to say that maybe we'll have a month in advance before the convention starts that we'll at least have panelists like accepted. So I think this year we maybe only had like, I want to say, I honestly want to say we only had like two-ish weeks. Um, yeah. Two-ish weeks. And for maybe a first time, that's fine. But I do realize that we could have given people a lot more time. And maybe when I was talking to uh, Crown Prince, the uh, person who ran Hakon about like advice and stuff, probably something I misinterpreted maybe. But yeah, I think the idea was... Have it where it's early enough for people to plan, but also don't have it where it's too early enough to where people can easily drop out. But at the same time, if you do it too late, people can easily drop out as well. And I think we only had like one or we had like two or three, maybe just two panels that had to drop out last minute, but that's completely fine. Um, all I can summarize that as is uh, we will set up moderator stuff a little better next year. We'll set up uh, we're going to try some stuff out with the channels and stuff next year and in terms of who's going to be modding what and how the panel channels will be set up next year. And we are going to be helping things with the application progress in terms of people having their acceptances come in a month in advance because, yeah, two weeks, it's doable, but it it it's not it, there's probably some things that people wanted to do a little better but didn't have the time to and i understand that completely so we will be doing things earlier next year and i think with all of this it's like a thing you have to potentially look at from a half full perspective is not everything is going to be perfect if everything was perfect I'm not going to quote that Steven Universe line, but <laughs> if everything was basically perfect, you wouldn't know what to fix when it comes. So I think that while this convention had some things to work on, because while it was really good, it wasn't really perfect or uh, like there are some things that could definitely be buffered out. It's something that we will be much more prepared for to take on as awareness in the future. So then we will also be prepared to take, challenges on when they come a knocking for sure and uh speaking of future we you talked about it a bit 
uh, throughout. But did you have any future plans for uh, the con that you wanted to talk about? <laughs> yes. Um, well, first of all, the first future plan is that there's definitely going to be a SawCon 2. I don't know if we're calling it SawCon 2020 or if we're calling it SawCon 2. Uh, but just, you know, we're going to have it a second time, obviously. Uh, as for future plans, outside of the little buffers that we have to, like, fix up, uh, we're going to be trying to branch out in terms of, like, fixing up the website. So, like, this website is fine, but, you know, just decorating it for the next year. Uh, gonna be definitely doing some more stuff with Data, because I love her, and I actually did not expect people to love her that much, as much as they did. So maybe some fun little things there. I already have a few panel ideas of my own. Some panel ideas that I already had for this year but couldn't do, so it's definitely happening next year. I already joked about the Jane Crocker cosplay, so we don't have to bring that up. Um, <laughs> different ideas that involve collaborating with people, and if things go great, and if my other homestead projects and hubris don't suffocate, then I will definitely be able to do them. And yeah, it's as much as I can really say without spoiling anything for a fucking con uh but yeah those are the plans we're also gonna try and figure out a date that works this date was completely fine because if i did it any later then it would have been right smack dab in the middle of the big thick cons like ax and stuff like that like ax would have been coming up i know comic cons coming up just this date was fine um i do know maybe we'll figure out a date that might be a little earlier next year, but not by too earlier. Uh, definitely something that will be after the majority of people's finals are done, hopefully. Uh, not during some of these bigger cons. I know that some people uh, couldn't come because they were at Pride, but you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. Uh, maybe maybe someone can do a Pride panel next year. <laughs> yeah, ten, we had our, our uh, Just Say um, They panel, which works out nicely. Yeah, yeah, we had the Just Say They panel, we had my panel, so yeah, we had we had some good. Yeah. Things. Yeah, we had some good gay. Yeah. <laughs> it, all, it all works out, and as I said before, for any of you guys who can't make it sometimes, remember, the best thing about having an online convention is that we're transportable. You can have us in our pocket, and if you're like, oh shit, I really want some McDonald's, but this panel's starting, that's fine, go to McDonald's. Use their Wi-Fi, get out that Discord app, eat your fucking 30 McChickens, and settle down, <laughs> because we're gonna be for a wild ride up in this fast food joint. I saw somebody, I saw somebody who authentically made a post, and they were like, you know, they're at a bar, and they have their laptop, they ordered some food, and they're just gonna chill at that bar and be at SawCon. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. People could just chill out anywhere. Yeah. I'm so glad that, I'm so glad that we were able to provide a place for people to just have fun for a day and just be united with homestucks even if they don't have anybody that's like like lives nearby them or don't, don't maybe have like a group that they can usually associate with it was it was just a good day it was a good day to just have like some escapism it was and um you know even being one of the people who like i i couldn't attend a lot of moderators stuff and uh mm -hmm. i i actually got up out of my chair once the entire time and for reference i got up at like 6 6 30 ish 
And yeah. I basically stayed at the computer in like 1 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I personally. Mm-hmm. Pardon? Oh, I was going to say like a very balanced meal plan from breakfast morning to lunch afternoon to nighttime dinner. I only pissed three times. Yeah, no, that's that's about the same. It's like I think I, I, think I went up. Um, but yeah, so what I did is the day before I ordered a pizza and I got like Gatorade and energy drinks and I basically just surrounded myself with food and snacks and drinks and mm. I was set. I actually drink water, unlike some people. Well, hey, <laughs> I'm made of water like everybody else. Thank you very much. But yeah, I definitely could have drank enough water. Um, <laughs> next year's SawCon is just going to be an, a joke and what happens is that it's actually a little circle for me to come in where my friends are like, Crow, we need to talk about your fucking <laughs> obsession with goddamn Homestuck projects. Yeah, yeah, let's see. If you've already come to today or something. Yeah, like, okay, so I'm on break right now. I should probably mention that. I'm on break despite the fact that my fucking fingers are twitching because <laughs> I, I, I'm i still in the middle of my fucking zine. I am about to start a Homestuck Reanimated project, which if any of you are interested, go check that out at HS Reanimated for Make Her Pay Reanimated project. Um, already trying to figure out things for SawCon too, but that can fucking wait until, like, winter. Um... <laughs> Other, like, art kind stuff. Just, just uh, I'm doing, like, this fucking beforest calendar that happens at the beginning of every month, which reminds me I need to post the new one tomorrow. But it's just, I'm doing a lot, but also nobody asked me for it, so it's my own mistake. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask you if there's anything promo. <laughs> I already did it. <laughs> yeah. I already did it because I just think so highly of myself, I guess. I mean, that's valid. Um, and I'll include links to all of the relevant stuff in the description. Definitely check all of that. Yeah. Um, just, I guess I'll remind. Yeah. Links, relevant stuff. I guess maybe we can also promo the, uh, the other staff members who worked on this as well. I know there's like a post sure. too that was posted on SawCon in relation to the moderators who also yeah. helped and worked. So that'd be good to link as well. Yep, and then uh, next week I'm going to have at least Reese on to talk about it some more. Um, and maybe if uh, some of the other staff want to come on and talk. Um, mm. Yeah, just because it was a big event. <laughs> we can't. Yeah, talk. it's SawCon season. No one's about to ignore this shit. Yes. And- <laughs> this is a fucking. I heard that. Uh, <sighs> I was told that Hussy heard about it. Oh. Oh, that's so intimidating to think about. God. Uh, hey, Hussy, if you want to make a panel next year, hit me up. <laughs> if Hussy is listening to this podcast, I think I will die. God, I already died <laughs> once. I'm not ready to die again. But maybe I am. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. But yeah, uh, was there anything else about the about SawCon you wanted to talk about? Not really. Uh, love each other, take care of each other, sh- uh, stay on data. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Well, thank you, Crow, for coming on and talking about this. We're going to have uh, Reese on to talk as well, possibly some others. We're still getting that schedule figured out. And um, then after that, I'll probably be back to my normal um, read stuck updates. But uh, yeah, thank you again, Crow. Uh, like I said, all the Crow stuff and some other relevant stuff are going to be in the description. So check that all out. Remember, I do have a Patreon. You get these episodes at least 
at, well, at most five days early, uh, depending on when I'm able to upload it and you get some other perks as well, some other uh, bonus stuff I'm working on. Uh, cause I am like Crow that I also have a billion projects. I just, <laughs> um, we gotta, we gotta keep this community, uh, whatever the word is for continuing content. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, remember if you guys have any, I, I am still doing the, uh, fan stuck episodes. So let me know about that. Let me know about any homestuck projects that you think they might want to come on and talk about because it's always. It's always going to be open for more people to talk about because um, I think SogCon was a really great opportunity for us to see the creative potential of this fandom and want to keep that going. Um, so yeah, thank you. Like I said, check out all the links below, including my link, uh, like my my website, jackson.com, which has links to like everything. <laughs> and uh, I will see you guys next week.